0: Welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football with Gumbo. My name is Ja.
1: Hey, you know it's Dugo over here. What's going on, folks?
0: Week seven is here. Hey, midpoint, and there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of action these last couple weeks. Last night was the uh, Dallas Cowboys and Los Angeles Chargers game. Dugo, um, I feel and... like the
1: only thing that like I took away from that game is that crazy fan that everyone's trying to think is a, a plant or if she's an actual fan like i don't know i feel like that's the only thing i took away from that game if i'm gonna be honest
0: bro i just thought she like popped a molly or something
1: had to have dog. i
0: thought she was on drugs
1: yo she might have i mean like allegedly she's a stay-at-home mom i could see a stay-at-home mom like i'm popping, jealous though popping a molly and going to the game like that sounds like a vibe
0: like having that much excitement in life that's a that's a good thing for real I feel like we should we should uh we should applaud that Plot that so. yeah
1: good good on her good on her if it's true i don't know like i saw some shit saying that she might have actually been like at a vikings game for oh, as a vikings fan two-sided
0: fan she likes more than one team
1: well like the thing is like allegedly she's a live uh like live and die for chargers she's a dire charger fan i don't know. like i'm not saying that yet yeah, gotta be a fan of one team but it just seems like she might be a plant. So that was kind of what I took away
0: from that game. Yo, I know. will say, though... You know what's some hater shit? What's up? What's some hater shit? She was famous for about two hours, and one of like her hating-ass friends dug that photo up. And, oh, like, 100%. posted it somewhere.
1: 100%. That's hating-ass
0: shit, dog. Like, yeah. I don't know. Because no, you know I... she didn't send that in.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. She definitely didn't, dog. Yeah. But one thing I will take away from that game as well, uh, my boy C. D. Lamb and... Uh, Keenan Allen both kind of showed out. Both of them got me, uh, one of them got me 17, almost 18. The other one got me 18. Uh, so I mean like those dogs just continue to eat. And I'm super happy that I have both of them, dog.
0: Who are you higher on rest of the season?
1: Out of those two? Yeah. Realistically, I got us, I'd probably say Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has been on a tear this year. And the sheer fact that his number two has kind of gone to the wayside or, he got obviously injured, and then the number two now, I mean, there is really no number two. When I look at the Cowboys, I just see a bunch of people who could take targets if needed. Yeah. So, I, I feel like Keenan Allen's going to just keep eating. I'm so excited for him, dog. All right. What about see. you, I guess, between those two? Who would you say?
0: I'm going Keenan Allen. Yeah. I'm going to go Keenan Allen because. I think that's the right choice. Like, he he's a three-level receiver, and he's good at all parts of the field. Well, I mean, so is CeeDee Lamb. 100%. But the thing about the Chargers is that I think they just, I don't know, man. I like the passing offense more than I like Dallas's. So, I, I like getting the wide receiver one and uh, Justin Herbert, you know, he's going to pass for five yards kind of season.
1: That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Quinn Johnson, though.
1: Yo, what the hell's happening with him? I'm, it blows my mind that he's not getting utilized. He's not really making much effort, it seems like. I saw some stuff that he's only gaining, like, a .9-yard, like, separation on his routes. Yeah, Like, this is not good. Like, he's just not out there making the right moves. Super happy that I avoided him in a lot of my leagues. There's a few times where I wanted to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't do it. Thank God. Uh, I'd know if you're out there. Thanks for picking him.
0: The thing about Quentin Johnson for me was always I didn't think... He was like ready to play, maybe I assume, so I'm not giving up on q j uh rest of the season. I think this is a perfect time to go pick him up because whoever has him probably dropped him
1: yeah i I feel like there's a lot of people who have lost faith in this cap, but 100%. I mean even we talked about it a little bit earlier. it kind of gives me the same the same feeling as a Jalen Rager. yeah, I, I don't know, like I'm not trying to call uh Jordan Addison like you're kind of tr- compliment to uh. You know, Justin Jefferson, but, like, I I do think that it is kind of, in particular, how that happened. Mm-hmm. And I will say that uh, he has not looked good at all this season, uh, Quentin Johnston.
0: No, not really.
1: So, yeah, man, I just, I don't know if he's going to turn around this season. It might take him a full off season or something to get his stuff together because he's not looking good, in my opinion.
0: Justin Herbert just doesn't really trust him yet.
1: That has to be saying something, dog. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, obviously, he's not a vet like Mike Williams. He's not a vet like Keenan Allen. I mean, even Joshua Palmer, I think, was drafted mm-hmm. in the same class as Justin Herbert, if mm-hmm. not the season after. So, you can't really tread on him all too much for that. But, like,
0: yeah,
1: dog, like, you got to trust your GM and your coaches and stuff. Like, if they're drafting this cat with first round draft capital, you got to give him a chance. And you have three or four practices throughout the week where you can go out there and practice routes individually with this guy. Yeah. Obviously, it's not the first time that they've heard this. It's probably not the first time that they thought of that. But I'm just going to say that obviously it's not working for a reason. And, yeah, he might not trust him, and it might just go further than trust.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, they have practice reps, too, and they haven't developed anything in practice three four days a week to – Allow Harper to trust him out there on the field. So when I look at the Chargers' offense, I mean, they got Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer and Gerald Everett and Austin Eckler, who's back. Right now, QJ is probably the fifth best. And
1: Donald Parham. Don't sleep on him. He gets a bunch of touchdowns.
0: QJ's like trying to out target Donald Parham right now. Like, that's his competition. His competition isn't like Palmer even.
1: Right, exactly.
0: I don't know. That's um, Maybe he just needs more time, and he'll obviously have that on his side, assuming he stays healthy. But that was one of the games I really enjoyed watching this week. I didn't have to watch the Packers this week, so I was also happy about that. Yeah. Um, that Escaped
1: with a win on that one.
0: Yeah, exactly. I finally had to get NFL Sunday. Hell
1: yeah.
0: But uh, moving forward, I guess, there's a bunch of buys this week. There's a bunch of teams I won't be playing.
1: Yeah, dude. My I had one team that I think I lost five or six of my players this week to buys and i am just devastated i mean obviously it's one week i have some pretty good backups as well but Mm -hmm. yeah like sometimes you just gotta eat it for a week and go ahead and list off some of those players there Jaha. or not players but teams
0: yeah so some of the teams on by this week are the carolina panthers uh the cincinnati Bengals, dallas cowboys houston texans new york jets and the tennessee titans and so, that's a lot of players, and that's a lot of receivers, especially, you know, for you teams that went heavy on receiver early. Facts. And you're doing, you know, hero RB. Heroes. But in terms of receivers, we're missing Jamar Chase this week. There's not going to be CeeDee Lamb. Adam uh, Thielen. No Adam Thielen. No Garrett Wilson. You know, there's a couple of quarterbacks there, and Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, CJ Stroud, that, you know, might be starting new lineups. And so, it's a really big week, I think, this week, especially for those quarterback and wide receiver streamers
1: yeah i would also say like running backs as well i mean you have derrick henry who's gone breeze hall um miles sanders uh chuba hubbard's gonna be out there yeah the list can go on and on joe mixon i'm just trying to think of some of those other teams Mm -hmm. but yeah like it's gonna be a big week for for buys like i said like i've been devastated pretty much this week but Mm -hmm. I'm excited, though, because there's some people that I have on my bench like uh, Josh Downs, who I think is ready to, you know, get into the lineup. I mean, he just got another 10 burger from me. Yep. And it seems like his usage, especially with Gardner Minshew, has gone up. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited for him. I think that if you're worried about playing some of those guys that you consider, like, your wide receiver fours, fives, I don't know. I would probably say that you would want to stick with those cats rather than having to dip into some of the waivers just because I feel like sometimes you're going to be overpaying. You might be dropping someone that you really like that you're going to need down the stretch. So I would say right now, have some faith with those guys that you have on your bench, even if they might not produce as much as those guys that you're obviously having the bench for the buys. They'll at least, you know, get you something. You have them for a reason. They might even walk into a touchdown, dog. Uh,
0: For somebody like Elijah Mitchell or someone like Jordan Mason who might be on waivers. Yep. We heard about CMC and he has an oblique injury. Yep. And we're going to see if he'll play through it on Monday. But, I mean, if you had to pick up Mitchell or Mason, who are you picking up, Dugo? And how much of your fab would you spend on that?
1: I mean, right now it's tough just because I do own Mitchell in a few leagues. So, it's... Kind of like, I I want to say Mitchell just because I want to have more faith in him. But I've definitely seen Jordan Mason get more production recently. Mm -hmm. So it makes me want to tilt towards him. Mm -hmm. But I feel like every time we've seen Elijah Mitchell start a game, he just runs for 150 yards and two toddies. So Uh, I would say, I would say if you have to start one of them, I would probably throw more eggs into Elijah Mitchell, if I'm going to be honest.
0: I agree with that. I think Elijah Mitchell is the running back that you want to get out of San Francisco. And I think a large reason why you want to go out there and get him is because what the fuck else is he there for? Right, right. Like he's there solely as an upside backup running back. That's his, like, job description. Yeah. So, now that it's his job, and you know how the Niners are, and, you know, they keep—they're pretty organized and well-ran over there. Yep. I think Elijah Mitchell's going to come in and do what the fuck he's being paid to do, which is— Upside, the the ball. upside back up running back and you know he knows the system he knows the plays he knows the cuts and yeah I think it's as easy as that so when it comes to Fabio Dugo I'd probably spend about 12 to 15 dollars to get him I think
1: yeah I would say that it wouldn't take much more than that I mean out of a 100 yeah I feel like right now like it's been I don't know if we've really gotten much of an update about the oblique I haven't really heard much but it seems like everyone wants to say it's on the lesser side, so he might only be missing a game, maybe two. Yeah. And, like, even missing a game is a maybe, and uh-huh. some people's eyes, like, Shefty and stuff like that. So I would say right now, uh-huh. you'd probably be good spending 10, 15, like you said, if you need, like, a spot running back and they're available. Obviously... You know, the 49er running back stock is hot. You always want it. so.
0: 100%. Uh,
1: you might be having to, yeah, pony up 15. Like, you might have to just because you're going to have other people in your league that want it as well. You, you're you going to have Christian McCaffrey owners who don't want to lose out on that stock as well. So, yeah, 15, mm-hmm. maybe even. Yeah, I would say 15 is probably good. I feel like if you go any more than that, you might be pushing it a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Just
1: because, I mean, like we said, he might not even be starting. So.
0: Yeah. Okay. And uh, just to touch back on the Cardinals quickly. uh, Cardinals quick? Yeah. So, like, we talked about how Kyler Murray returning to practice this week, potentially. He's
1: returning to practice? Oh, okay.
0: Potentially. So, he's he's, going to be out on the field, and they might hold him out for a week, but... Yeah. I mean, by Halloween, maybe mid-November, so in about two to three games, I mean, where do you project him to place amongst, like, starting quarterbacks... Assuming, let's say, we're doing points per game, not total, but just moving forward, points per game, where does he rank?
1: Man, it's tough because, I mean, it still has to get to the fact of them getting comfortable with him being out there. I Obviously, it looks like at this point they're going to probably let him play, and who knows what happens with their stock with that. I mean, it just feels like, I, I don't want to be that guy, but like, how many games have they won the Cardinals? Are they at three games?
0: Not even, I think they've won one game all year
1: i i felt like it's been more than that i might be wrong but like it seems like they damn near might be out of wanting like the caleb williams or drake may train like it seems like they might have to run with their guy kyler like it seems like they might be chilling well, I don't...
0: bro i think he's their best option like i, I, I...
1: what is where, where are they currently at
0: they're one in five
1: they're one in five so i mean like they could still be like on the caleb williams train but like
0: That's a few of them on
1: there. I just feel like at the same time, though, like that team has looked ready to go a few times. And I don't know. Like, I don't trust Kyler Murray as my quarterback going forward if I'm the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think I might as well play him just so there's at least good film on him so I'm able to draft or I'm able to trade him at least, like, during the draft. Yeah. Because, you know, like, I had... I, I mean, like, the Cardinals are going to have a lot of draft picks this year. It's going to be crazy for them. Good for them. Shout out. But, like...
0: Don't they have two in the first round this year?
1: Yeah. I believe they have the Texans.
0: The, the trade back last year, Yeah, I, I
1: believe they have the Texans first as well this year. Yep. So, like, they're going to have capital. But, like, I just feel like if you could have Caleb Williams over Kyler Murray, you would take that, right? 100%. And, I mean, if you have to, like, go Kyler Murray for maybe, like, a first, maybe more, who knows? It just depends on, like, if he puts on good tape or not.
0: Would you take um, Michael Penix or uh, Drake May over Kyler Murray?
1: Maybe Drake May. I just don't know much about Michael Penix. Like, he, in my opinion, he's only had, like, a couple good years. Um, He's really shown out this year, don't get me wrong. And... I, I hope he has a great rest of the year and everything, and I hope he gets to combine and outperforms everyone and everything like that. Yeah. But I just right now, as far as his experience, I'm not sure
0: if his NFL ready yet.
1: Well, it could. It definitely could be. He's faced some really good defenses. It's just, it seems like a lot of the trends nowadays. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you perform at like a high skill level for one year, it seems like that's like it seems like that's where like some of like the trends are going like if you perform like longer for a higher quality of time like a drake may yeah you know like he's been the starter at north carolina for i think like three years now so like he's had plenty of film he's made plenty of mistakes as a starter mm-hmm. so if he gets seen in the nfl he's not gonna be like god damn it like i'm not used to making mistakes like he's been there already in my opinion so like if you, if mistakes happen, which they will, especially when you're a young NFL player, naturally, it just it's easier to like build yourself up because I've been you've been there before. Like yeah. that's like why some people are like trying to explain why Brock Purdy or even like Aiden O'Connell like for a little bit like looked pretty good, uh, in like some of their starts. Obviously, Brock Purdy being an anomaly, but it, it's crazy. Even C.J. Stroud played a shit ton of football. And he's came out and looked like an all star. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think it's about being at the right fit too.
1: It, it definitely is about the right fit. Yeah, definitely does. That's not an outlier. You have to be in the right fit. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Like it just. I would probably go yes, Drake May. I feel like.
0: I, I don't, don't. I don't, don't take Drake May over Kyler Murray.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I, I just don't know about Michael Penix quite yet, just because I don't know much about him. So. Yeah. I'm excited for the draft, though. I'm excited to keep watching the rest of the season. Uh, that Cougar squad's looking pretty dank.
0: Yeah. And um, I guess, okay, bringing it back to teams and players, uh, the Dolphins had another big week against the Panthers. Tua had three touchdowns, I want to say. Raheem Moster shut all that shit down about Chris Brooks.
1: Yeah, he, he shut all that down. And honestly, dog, you kind of screwed me out of trade because I could have had him on my team this past week. I won regardless one won regardless. Dude, shit
0: that trade you showed me last week. Yeah,
1: Doug no,
0: Oh, yeah. Was... I
1: could have had RB1 in my in my team, but oh, well, we're, we're chilling.
0: Wait, do you remember what it was?
1: Yeah, I still got it, so it might still be active. I just don't know if I want to do it anymore. I just feel like it'd be bad luck to accept it now.
0: Yeah, if it's still active, I'm definitely taking most of it the next month.
1: I don't know if it's active anymore.
0: I don't know. Whatever. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll post it on Twitter when we get it. But uh moving on, I guess... I want to talk about the Dolphins, another high-powered offense, and Tua's just been slinging. He's been a steal at quarterback. He has been. Like, he was somebody who was going in, I don't know, like the fucking seventh round. Yeah. Seventh round of 12 and 14 team leagues. Yeah,
1: dude. I I mean, like, it was one of those things that we were calling, like, it was either going to pay off immensely or Uh. it was going to look like a mistake. I mean, obviously, it has not looked like a mistake at all. This guy has looked pure
0: yeah he has 14 touchdowns in six games yeah not bad not bad at all um two is a dog tyreek's a dog he did the cool backflip camera trick yeah i thought that was cool i like the way he's like spicing it up you know what i'm saying like tyreek's starting to become like more viral yeah you know so shout out to him uh but Jalen waddle was somebody who's kind of been in my opinion at least he's been kind of getting saved by the touchdowns and... You
1: can say what you want. I mean, he was also out for a week, so it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, it doesn't matter if he scores or not. I think that he's still going to get his, his work. I don't know, man. Like I just feel like it's only a matter of time before, unfortunately, one of those cramps with Tyreek turns into a little bit more than that. And Jalen Waddle's going to eat. He's going to absolutely eat because that's what he's always done. When they need him, he's ate
0: Looking at his uh looking at his season this year at least, I mean he's he's producing around you know, like the middle of what he did in twenty-one and twenty-two. So this season so far, Jalen Waddle's averaging twelve point three yards a catch. He has twenty four catches on thirty-five targets. Now keep in mind that he did miss week three against the Denver Broncos, but you know, overall he's wide receiver forty and that's what the game missed. So add in 10, 11 imaginary points. He's basically like a low-end wide receiver 2, high-end wide receiver 3, even though he's had some low weeks. Um, I don't know. I think he's somebody that is starting to kind of come to, and I think there's still a window for you guys to go out there and trade for him.
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't think he's going to be declining at all. I think if you are able to get your hands on this cat, I definitely would go out there and get him. Um, Yeah, I would definitely be throwing out some, not like stupid offers, but... Honestly, at this point, I think I'd rather have him than someone like T. Higgins or something.
0: Uh, Jalen Waddle or Puka rest the season.
1: I'm gonna have to ride with Jalen Waddle, dog. I'm gonna have to ride with Jalen.
0: I'll go Puka just to say Puka. And, and,
1: and I agree. And I, I, I think that's pretty all right. I just feel like. If anything, I feel like Cooper Cup's gonna start overtaking that offense. It's already starting to happen a little bit.
0: But is Cooper Cup to Puka what Tyreek is to Jalen?
1: Well, I just feel like Jalen Waddle has a little bit more upside. Like I, I've I've seen Jalen Waddle eat with Tyreek before. Mm-hmm. I haven't necessarily seen Puka or honestly, pretty much any other court or uh, wide receiver other than like OBJ. Uh, be able to eat with a uh, Cooper Cup before. Yeah. Um. It, I it just it it's too overbearing. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I think, I think Puka's still gonna probably stay like between like wide receiver twenty or something. Like I don't think it's gonna be a huge drop off. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we've seen points in the season last year where Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle were both in the top ten
0: for wide receivers. Would 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 calling him a wide receiver three be too much of a downgrade?
1: Who no or yes
0: yeah, slightly like is that too aggressive if i say he's a wide receiver three moving forward because honestly say, like
1: i would say he's still gonna be a solid number two play
0: i think he's gonna be a pretty like cool like wide receiver two he'll be in more of that like t higgins and Jalen waddle and Devonte smith range
1: yeah, and, I mean, the thing is, is you've drafted this cat or you picked this guy up in waivers, and so you still have, like, the rest of your crew that you didn't flop on. Exactly. So you're going to be able to have some flexibility with him, but I still think he's going to be able to eat. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I just think that Jalen Waddle, who a lot of people also spent a shit ton of cap on, third round, fourth round picks, mm-hmm. is going to, I think he's just going to eat a little bit more going forward.
0: Yeah. I was, uh, a couple weeks ago... Uh, we did a podcast, and we are telling you guys that it might be time to trade Puka. And I'm not coming back two weeks later to do, like, a victory lap or no shit like that. But I guess I say that to say Puka's been relatively consistent with Cup back playing again.
1: I mean, it just just give me 10 points a game, I'm happy with it.
0: His consistency is a little less than what it was. weeks ago oh 100 you know so his consistency is like 11 to 12 points if you play in half ppr um but i mean it's 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 it still helps you because you either pick them up on waivers spend fab on them or you drafted them pretty late in your you know in your draft so yeah uh, regardless you came up and that's a roi that's a roi positive pickup yeah all that
1: No, exactly. So, I feel like whatever you got, like, obviously, if you have Puka, some people might have both Jalen Waddle and Puka, and I think that you're going to be chilling regardless. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think that regardless, if you have either two of those receivers, you're going to be good going forward, folks.
0: Really do. Uh, Do we need to change our tune on Kyle Pitts?
1: I don't think so, dog. I I don't think I need to change it quite yet. I still think that Johnny Smith is still going to catch him as far as the points or, yeah, total points at the end of the year and touchdowns. I do think that uh, Johnny Smith is going to score more touchdowns than Kyle Pitts for sure.
0: Yeah, Kyle Pitts has 17 targets in the last two weeks. Yeah, he's,
1: so he's, he's... been eating. I mean, we could also talk about Drake London in the same shot of light as well. But let's see if it's maintainable, man. Let's yeah. see if it's maintainable. I mean, Desmond Ritter's been kind of going out and balling out a bit. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens, man. I, I don't. I don't really eat it quite yet. You know me. I, I didn't like either of those guys. Oh yeah. Cal Pitt's not my I, I don't like it. And Drake London's terrible.
0: He's terrible. He's terrible. Damn, that's bogus. I mean, I like Desmond Ritter more so than I did earlier in the season. The last two weeks, I think that you could say that He's been he's,
1: showing you something. Yeah, he's been showing it.
0: He's been QB six the last two weeks. Um QB six last week and QB six this week. And so, if he's pushing himself to his limits because he knows his job's on the line, then I'll take Desmond Ritter at that, especially if I'm streaming QBs right now. He's someone I would go and pick up on, you know, in, on the waiver wires, and that's been maybe closer to $5 to $10 worth of FAB to get him. Okay. I lean towards 10 if you're desperate at quarterback, but at this point, I mean, he's scored around 50-ish points if you play with, uh, like, six-point touchdowns. So, regardless of... You know, what you may think of Desmond Ritter and what you may think of this offense, they're fighting right now. And I think they are going to go out there and try to toss the ball up a little bit more to open up the run game. And, shit, man, 300 yards plus two weeks in a row? I can't just, I don't know. If I can still buy him cheap, then sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, if you need, like, a good guy on your bench going forward as a QB, I I think he's going to be a good play that you might be able to flex in every once in a while depending on matchups. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Do you Fine. have any other quarterbacks, I guess, you'd consider if you're, like, looking at the waiver wire right now? Because you got guys like Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, Jimmy G, Josh Dobbs. Can you pick it on waivers?
1: I mean, I would still rock with Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I'm still a believer in him for sure. Um, also, if you're, I feel like Sam Howell as well, if you're able to get your hands on him. I, I feel like he's, honestly, he's probably taken in more leagues than I think. But I would say, like, if you're able to get your hands on Sam Howell still, I would still rock with that.
0: Oh, yeah. And Sam Howell, he's looked pretty cool. He has, man.
1: He has. I mean, like, there's been some spotty gains for sure. But he... overall, he's wide receiver, or I'm sorry, quarterback 12.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because there's some receivers in there that I feel like, like Terry McLaurin being a wide receiver 27 ain't like, that's not new. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're kind of used to seeing that every year.
1: Curtis Samuel is wide receiver 25.
0: Curtis Samuel, he's a utility guy. Yeah, bro. He's getting touches.
1: Oh, dude, I'm so happy about him.
0: Uh, But Jahan Dotson's kind of lagging behind. I think he only had 17 catches in the last six games, so less than three catches a game.
1: Yeah, bro. it's, It's interesting to see that because last year it seemed like Jahan Dotson was overtaking... Mm-hmm. Uh Curtis Samuel is at two and everything. And this year, I don't know. Like I, I feel like Jahan Dotson's still out there running the same amount of routes and everything. Mm-hmm. I just feel like at the end of the day, you know, maybe he's just not as versatile as we had initially thought he was going to be integrated into the system. Yeah. Because we've seen Curtis Samuel now, like he's always doing these jet sweeps and stuff like that. Jahan Dotson's plenty fast to be doing that as well, just isn't. So I think it might just be a lack of misusage, or he might be being misused. I don't think there's a lack of it happening. I think mm-hmm. it might be happening.
0: Yeah. See, and that's my thing is I know that Eric me runs a lot of run-pass option. Right. So if. Like, a good percentage of the throws are kind of like quick dart throws. Yeah. I feel like Terry McLaurin's usually the primary guy for those.
1: Yeah, I would say he's more of the route runner. I would say Jahan Dotson's more of the deep threat. Like, you're trying, yeah. yeah.
0: And they spread the ball because Logan Logan Thomas also eats in that offense, too, at tight end. So yeah, he's been looking good this year. Everybody eats. And Brian Robinson has been having a good year so far, so. Even I mean, Gibson
1: that, got a tighty this week as well.
0: So, naturally, I mean, yeah, Dotson's not doing everything he could, and. I think they correct that maybe sometime next year um, when they get maybe a new quarterback with a stronger arm. Who knows?
1: Possibly. I mean, they could be riding with Howell, though. He's looked pretty good, but you're also going to have people, I think like Curtis Samuel might be coming up on a contract. You're going to have some people coming up. Uh uh, And you also have people getting drafted as well, so we'll see. Uh, You would assume that Jahan Dotson would slide into that two spot next year for sure, though. Yeah. I mean, at least if you're a dynasty, holder and him you you have to be thinking that.
0: Yeah. And so Jahan Dodson, somebody to keep an eye out for. Um question for you too. What's up? Uh, I wanna talk about a receiver who's on waivers that I think people could also pick up.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And that's Rondale Moore.
1: Bro, I like him as a sneaky uh pickup for sure.
0: Against and, Seattle this week?
1: I mean like just in general, I just like this guy. Like if you see this cat, especially when I don't know if it's changed on stuff. Uh, James Conner got injured not sure if it's changed but you saw Rondale Moore getting reps as running back mm-hmm. and I just thought that with that it was always that nice little wrinkle like we just talked about with uh, Curtis Samuel I felt like Rondale Moore was kind of adding that little wrinkle to that offense he
0: does
1: um and he's he's made some sick ass runs like he burnt that one for like 60 yards at one game Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that that stuff is going to be going away. So I, I do like Rondell Moore going forward. I really do.
0: I think he's a sneaky good pickup this week against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, so this game's going to be in Seattle, and they're expected to have rain, even though, you know, this is a few days out. But that is, uh, you know what I'm saying, a possibility. And Rondell Moore, he's somewhat of like a gadget kind of receiver, similar to like a Curtis Samuel. Yep. But he's also been getting run out of the backfield. And the backfield is pretty crowded right now with Damian Williams and Keontae Ingram um, and Dean Mercado. So I think there's a possibility that Rondell Moore could slide into the backfield and get more touches. Why not? Like, why not go full-blown committee?
1: Right. Right.
0: And, you know, with this being a rain game, they're going to have Josh Dobbs. They probably keep the game closer to the line of scrimmage. Yep. Um yep. Moore could eat, you know, on drag routes and slants and reverses and shit like that. So
1: Yeah, and, I mean, he can also eat off of just quick little uh, touch passes and stuff like that if he's out of the backfield as well. you mm-hmm. he just said it, rain game, you want to keep stuff closer to you. So if you're yeah. just able to just, uh, yeah, do a quick little pitch out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you'd probably want to do that with a utility guy other than, you know, like a Marquise Brown who will break if he gets hit by a defensive end.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think he's going to see a good amount of targets. What he does with those targets is to be determined. Um, but he's definitely going to get some attention on yeah. Sunday.
1: I like that a lot, too. I like that play.
0: Um, I guess what else do we need to cover? What else is there? We talked about the Niners. We talked about Austin Eckler.
1: Yeah i don't know man i like eckler i'm happy that he's back obviously i had some joshua kelly stock and i if i'm gonna be honest i've not been a huge fan of him since like week two like he had that one you know like vulture game and unfortunately he just hasn't really done shit since yeah not a huge fan of joshua kelly right now
0: no no he's he's not great he's not great uh, so yeah, Austin Eckler. It's been a, it was a down week for him last week. I think if you're looking to buy Austin Eckler, you might be able to get him from the guy in your league who's just tired of having him on his roster taking up space, right? It's no, I don't think
1: Eckler's really taking up space. I mean, no. he was hurt for those couple weeks, which is all right. I think the, I I just feel like yeah, like you want to see a little bit more in his return, but
0: I think the teams that have Eckler probably had a rough start of the year so far. And maybe they might be getting desperate, so they might be willing to sell a little bit cheaper than normal just to get somebody who can come in next week and just do his thing. It's a, All I'm saying is Eckler is somebody that I would be targeting in a trade if I'm targeting anybody. That's fair. Um, I guess outside of that, do you have any sleepers for this week?
1: Uh, I mean, like I said, like, I feel like uh, Josh Downs, I had mentioned him earlier. I really do think he's going to keep producing uh, at a higher level than what's Currently happening, um, I I know I keep bringing up this guy again, but I like Zay Flowers a lot, and I also like Romeo Dobbs a lot. Um, Romeo Dobbs a lot this week, especially against the Broncos. I just think that it's he's gonna eat. Mm -hmm. I really do. I also think that Javante Williams plays for the Broncos. I think that he might have a honestly a heyday against the Packers. It just doesn't seem like they're really ever prepared. Uh, coming off a bye, hopefully they are for once as a Packers fan, but I could definitely see Javante Williams running over the Packers
0: this week. I hope that doesn't happen. Um, I feel like Quay Walker and Quay Walker and the boys will stop all that.
1: We'll see what happens. I hope that, uh, Devondre Campbell's back. That'd be, that'd be nice. That'd be nice, but I just, I just don't know, man. I don't want to hold my breath. Last week, the Broncos were actually starting to move the ball a lot against the the Chiefs on the run it seemed like Uh at least in the beginning of the game it seemed like the Chiefs were giving up some yardage. I honestly think that they found a bright spot with their running game so they're going to keep
0: running with it. Uh I agree I mean why not? Why not keep doing what works?
1: Exactly so I don't know especially to get a little bit of pressure off old Russell Wilson you know Uh Russ needs as much help
0: as he can get so Uh a sleeper I got is actually Chuba Hubbard, and I don't even know if he's a sleeper anymore.
1: Well, Chuba's on a buy this week.
0: I like... Alright, shit, you're right. You're right. He's somebody I would buy, especially this week, then he might be even cheaper. Jalen um,
1: but... Warren. Jalen Warren's going to be back this week. He's he's off his buy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like him a lot.
0: I like Jalen Warren. A little bit of explosive. Explosives. Uh, he's, scoring,
1: he's scoring more than Najee
0: explosives yeah dude Najee, yo they made a video saying Najee run like you got jeans on
1: yo <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, sag ass jeans too uh
0: some sleepers i like this week we talked about one of them and that's going to be uh rundown more yeah uh running back i like this week uh craig reynolds we'll see if david montgomery can go uh but i think craig reynolds gets some you know maybe some goal line touches this week
1: dude i'm really pissed at zonovan knights out for the season because this would definitely be a game where he would
0: eat mm-hmm.
1: you just know what happened
0: yeah i want to say uh i want to say that craig reynolds is like 5 11 maybe six foot
1: dog what if the lions bring in lenny for a game
0: i'd be a lion's fan
1: bro that'd be crazy they just brought in old Leonard for not to come run the block for a couple of games.
0: You think uh, Lenny signs with the Bills?
1: I'm not sure what's going to happen, dog. I mean.
0: Said so he's supposed to go on a visit there or something like that this week. That'd be Leonard. interesting.
1: We'll see what happens. I just. He wasn't in good shape when he was in football shape. We'll see what's happening once. You know, I don't know, man. Like it, He just didn't look like he was in the best shape. Mm hmm. We'll see, though. I mean, like, I just feel like as a team, like, do you want to have that as a liability? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I like Latavius Murray a lot on that team if you're going to try to look for some sort of vulture. um, I don't know. I like James Cook a lot, though. I, I like think, James Cook.
0: I do think they're going to bring him back. I just don't know who. I just don't know who. So we'll see on that. Uh. But once again, running back sleeper this week is Craig Reynolds. Wide receiver sleeper this week is Rondell Moore. Uh, Tight end sleeper this week for me is Michael Mayer, if you can still go out there and get him. I like that. Uh, Even if Jimmy G doesn't play, he plays close enough to the line of scrimmage to be a backup quarterback. But, dude, I think
1: Hoyer was hitting him more than what Jimmy G was.
0: Hey, there you go. Vet quarterback just wants to make easy completions, throw it to the tight end. Yep. Um, And then quarterback sleeper this week uh, is probably going to go out there. And I'm going to say my quarterback sleeper this week is going to be Derek Carr. Against okay. the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm a little nervous about that because I think they could run the ball because they played on Sunday and it's a short week. Yep. So, typically, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I would assume installs are easier with run plays. And they could run the ball, but with Jacksonville's <laughs> offense, they might have to, you know, just keep up. I like that. I think Derek Carr can get you two touchdowns and a couple hundred yards.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to go with Derek as a uh, sleeper for a quarterback. Uh, Running back, I got Elijah Mitchell. I mean, right now in sleeper, he's projected around four points. I really do think that he could have a blow-up game and we could all be here laughing about how he scored 20 points and we all won in our leagues Mm -hmm. uh, come next week. So let's get some Elijah Mitchell stock in there if we can, folks. Mm -hmm. I like Michael Wilson playing for the Cardinals. He has a matchup against the Seahawks this week. Seahawks usually a pretty stingy defense, but you know how those cardinals just don't go away. I like Michael Wilson. He had a couple I mean, he had a pretty decent game against the Rams. Week before against the Bengals wasn't very well uh very good, but I think he's just going to be on an upward trend. Um if you do need another couple Josh Downs, Zay Flowers, um and then for my tight end,
0: who's your tight end?
1: We're going to go with Luke Musgrave.
0: Why Luke Musgrave?
1: Luke Musgrave, uh, another Packer. Uh, He's just going to be going against the Broncos. We've talked about how terrible this Broncos defense has been this year. Uh, Especially a guy like Luke who hasn't really gotten as much work as I think he's wanted to this past, you know, few weeks. Mm -hmm. Coming off a bye, floor, needing a little bit more of a spark in this offense. I think that you can definitely get some work in a 6-6 tight end who runs a 4-4. 100%. I
0: think that he's... He's my favorite anytime touchdown recently.
1: That's fair. I It just has to be coming soon.
0: He's explosive enough to always have a shot at the end zone. Yeah. Which you got to love at tight end. Uh, quick note for me, and then I'll go ahead and let you guys go. But Thomas Brown was just named the new offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. Wow. Okay. And Thomas Brown is a big running back guy. Uh, the dude played running back. He was a running back coordinator. I think he was on the Panthers as a running back coach. Uh, heavy on the run game. Has been in it for about 10 to 15 years and he's going to be the guy calling plays for the carolina panthers moving forward what does that tell you tells me at least that they're going to go ahead and try to make the game easy for bryce young they're going to incorporate their running backs more and if you have chuba hubbard or if you're thinking about getting chuba hubbard go out there and get him while he's cheap this week and stash him for a week or so because i think rest of this season he's going to see a lot more work than I don't know. I think most people would expect.
1: Well, I mean, he's already been leading that backfield in touches. That's already been noted on this podcast. We brought it up a few weeks now. Yep. So I do agree with that, man. Like, I think that if they're going to keep trying to key on the run, it's going to definitely lead to upside for Chuba. But I also think that even if you have Miles Sanders stock, I think that you can also see an uptick in that as well. So if you're trying to get off of someone, if you have someone that you can negotiate with and point out that fact that, hey, dog, like, Look at their new play call. They're, they used to be a running back, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get them for a little bit more than what's going on right now. So best of luck to you guys on those trades.
0: 100%. Quick note on that too. Uh, when they come back from the bye this week, they play the Texans, the Colts and the bears who are three of the worst teams against the run. So from weeks eight through weeks 10 in fantasy football, you'll have a guy who you can, I'd assume pretty comfortably put in your flags.
1: Love that. No, appreciate that.
0: Yeah. But until we meet again, Y'all know the vibes. My name is Ja.
1: Hey, it's Duke over here. Appreciate y'all tapping over those head tops.
0: We'll talk to you next week, and good luck this weekend. Perfect.